The Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever. You are listening to Take 5 with Alex. We spent the better part of yesterday morning at the offices of the Receiver of Revenue. I can think of a lot of things I would rather have been doing, but unfortunately I had no choice. We played musical chairs despite having been given numbers when we arrived. Every time someone in the section we sat in was called, the rest of the queue moved to the next chairs. I want to think that there was a very good reason for it, and I'll keep thinking. The one thing that was in my mind while we were there was because of a Bible verse that my friend had sent me. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. While I was there, I kept thinking that I don't have to worry about anything because Jesus had already set up everything before we got there. He sat in the chair, or rather chairs that we sat in. He knows exactly the figures involved. He knew that when I told the lady who assisted us that even though the economy is bad, that God is in control, he knew that she would say, Amen. He knew that when I left and I spoke God's blessing over her, she would say that she received it. He knew, and he knows. We just need to show up. He had done the groundwork already. It's so comforting to know that God really is in charge. This might sound like a little thing, but I was reading a book about a Christian man who hiked the Appalachian Trail while I was there. It is over three kilometers long, and it's an incredible book. But what happened is that I was telling my husband about how this man was hiker number 391. The next moment, ticket number 391 was called on the electronic system. I don't think that was a coincidence. I think God was just reminding me that he really went before me. Now, I've often heard of people who cheat on their taxes, and it's probably not such a difficult thing to do in many cases. When there's a possibility to cheat, there are people who routinely do. But you also get people who would never even dream of cheating. I remember being at a church council meeting many years ago when one of the elders said that he considered it his duty in life to find ways to not pay the receiver of revenue. I was very young and I I didn't comment on it, but I think I might if it happened now. Look what 2 Kings 22 verse 4 to 7 says. Um, This is when King Josiah was repairing the temple. Go up to Hilkiah the, the high priest, that he may count the money that has been brought into the house of the Lord which the keepers of the threshold have collected from the people, and let it be given into the hand of the workmen who have the oversight of the house of the Lord, and let them give it to the workmen who are at the house of the Lord, repairing the house, that is, to the carpenters, to the builders, and to the masons. And let them use it for buying timber and quarried stone to repair the house, but no accounting shall be asked from them, for the money that is delivered into their hand, for they deal honestly. How many people do you know 
that you could honestly say the same of? Would you let someone build you a house without them at least showing you the invoices? These people were so honest that the king did not expect them to account for how the money had been spent. Can people say the same about us? If we want to be known as Christ followers, we have to fall into that category. There's no room for error because the world is watching us and we can't afford to fall short. Sorry, I would just like to make a correction. The Appalachian Trail is over 3,000 kilometers long, not 3 kilometers.